and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am going to be your host for today. Um, a couple things up top. I just wanted to thank everybody who's been sending in their K-pop origin stories for my K-pop anniversary giveaway. I'm loving reading them. Stop apologizing for saying they're too long. I love every second of it. Um, so if you haven't turned yours in yet, you have until the end of July 2018, and you could win an album or a button that looks like our logo, and it will be great. So uh, keep sending those in. Um, all right. So today... I have something a little out of the ordinary, but very special, and I'm excited. Um, in trying to find uh, time fillers while we're waiting for Angelica, uh, I like cast my net out and asked the people that I know if they know anybody who likes K-pop and would want to talk to me. And when I got hooked up with our next guest, I was so excited because... Yeah, she's a dream guest. So without further ado, let me introduce improviser, actor, and writer Jane Kim. Hi, hello. Thanks for so thanks so much for having me on. I am so excited. Yay, to be here. thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Um, so just to get started, I'll ask a question that uh we ask of our listeners all the time. Okay. What is your K pop origin story? Oh, my K pop origin story. Um, I remember it exactly. It was 2009. I was just getting into college, uh -huh. and I had sworn off all Korean media, uh, like you do, because you're like reinventing yourself for college. Mm -hmm. And my friend uh, like posted this teaser for 21. Mm -hmm. I think it was when they were um, like promoting with Big Bang. It was like before their debut. Okay. And then I was like, "Well, that's interesting. I've never seen uh, like a." hip-hop girl group come out of Korea before uh -huh. with, like, CL in the front. And I, I started uh, following them, and then it has not stopped. Uh -huh. I wrote my thesis on K-pop in school. And we will then definitely I... get to that in a minute. <laughs> I have so many questions. Um, yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, and then I wrote for a YouTube TV show very, very briefly. And then, um, you know, I still watch everything to this day and keep up with it. That's wonderful. So, yeah. like, what are what are some of your like favorite groups? Like, if you had to like pick a couple top, um, my favorite groups, uh, they're always changing. I feel like they're <laughs> always changing. But I mean, Twenty One is the one that got me in. They're the mm -hmm. OG. Um, and lately, I've been kind of getting into like solo artists more. Okay, so I'm really digging like Sunmi stuff. Uh -huh. um, and uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been. I was really into Oh My Girl for. Oh my a god, I bit love Oh My Girl because they're adorable. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, girl groups. Girl my, groups. Yeah. No, that's great. I can't wait. I, we should talk more about girl groups because yeah, uh, me and Angelica are really boy crazy, so we forget about girl groups sometimes. <laughs> um, like. Wow. I know. I mean, we like we like like I I I think I appreciate girl group like, and I think they. They need more. We say all the time that they, like, don't get any of the credit that they, like, deserve. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm boy crazy. Uh, but I have, like, one more get-to-know-you question, okay. uh, which is biases, bias wreckers, oh. ultimate biases. Hmm. <laughs> ultimate biases? Um, I don't know. I think I – it's very strange. I know that I'm not your usual K-pop listener or, uh, like, fan because I don't really have an ultimate – Bias per se. That's o it's okay. Because I look at the whole group. I look at how they're balanced and I'm oh. like, this is great. And at the moment, I really like, you know, everyone in Blackpink is like really stands out for me. Um, and 
Yeah. I don't really have a ultimate bias. That's okay. Yeah. I'll forgive you. That's oh, all right. Um, so sorry. No, it's not. It, don't be sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay. So I have to ask, like, tell me about this thesis that you wrote. The thesis, I actually, I feel like I talked it up a little bit. Um, it was really at the time when like Gangnam Style was taking okay. over and I was taking a class on like global media capitals and I really wanted to put like Korea and uh, Seoul and the front and center mm-hmm. uh, as like a media capital because they're producing so much. And then I started getting into the origins of K-pop, um, like how it was, how it became kind of like a, a big media like superpower like kind export of yeah, yeah, yeah. that it became. And then I also really got into the training system, mm-hmm. how they churn out talent, because that was really interesting for me, how uh, they kept like bringing out new faces and um, they just kept churning them out and yeah. keeping the interest going. The like factory, we call it like a factory model yeah. sometimes on but this it's show. Like, but it's like, like uh, it's a very successful one and yeah. I don't talk down on it, even though mm-hmm. it is a factory. So yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I think that's something that people often kind of use to like discredit K-pop, but I feel like it just mean like – I. I feel like sometimes people are like, well, that's what makes it like fake and manufactured. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They're all so talented because they have to work like, I don't know, just like taking teenagers and being like dance all day yeah. until they're like perfect. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's like this is your job. Uh-huh. This is how you're going to speak in public. And here are the languages you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's your dancing style. And also you need to learn how to produce your own music, which is new. Yes. But very, very cool. It is really cool uh, that we talked – we did like a, a couple – episodes ago we did like generation specials and we did like first second and like new generation and that was a huge part of this new generation is all these groups that are like self-producing now like 17 and pentagon and bt all these people are just like doing every like the kids are doing everything exactly it's really cool um so you touched on this a second ago, but like, how involved are you in K-pop fandom? Are you just kind of like a casual listener or do you like Twitter or message board or anything? Um, I think I stay away from social media because I'm uh, older and uh-huh. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is scary. It is scary. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I read all of them. I read all the comments. I read all those blogs that like translate comments mm-hmm. to even though I can read Korean, I still like to read those. <laughs> and then I read all the YouTube comments, and they're all hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I keep up with everything, like the the Reddits, and then I keep up with, you know, all your websites, and then I, you know, I'm always on YouTube. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I'm pretty caught up. Okay. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, do you find in your life that you, like— are you one to try to share K-pop with other people in your life, or is it like something you keep um, to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, at the beginning, I really kept it to myself uh-huh. because I didn't want people. Uh, I was like a little embarrassed, you know, because it wasn't very well known at the right. time, and people just saw these like nine girls dressed identically and then mm-hmm. would make fun of like the type of cutesy songs that we that yeah. they, they would sing. 
So I would keep it to myself, and as I grew older, I try to own it a little bit more. So I uh, sometimes I have um, subjected my friends to watching several K-pop videos in mm-hmm. a row, and I can see the interest waning. But right. <laughs> I'm just like, this is this is why it's good, you know. Uh-huh. I try to give them the context and the backstory. No, totally. Yeah. Uh, do you have a Do you have like a go to video or handful of videos that like if you're gonna try to force someone to watch K-pop, do you have like a go to? Yeah, I uh, I tend to go for something that's, like, visually really stunning uh-huh. um, and where the dance number is, like, really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have shown my friends, obviously, Sunmi stuff because I feel like hers is very, like, out there mm-hmm. and artsy. Or if I want to just give them a different side of K-pop, I'd give them something like Orange Caramel. Okay, yeah. You know, just to hook them because it's so unique yeah. and eye-catching. Yeah. And we call that, like, weird K-pop right. and, like – if you're trying to like you ease people into the weirder K-pop and if they like reject something like orange caramel then like then it's not like, it's no. not for you. Yeah. You're like the threshold is here. Yeah, if and- you can't accept this <laughs> then like this isn't for exactly. you. Exactly. So it's like a testing ground. You know, I'll I'll do something like very cool and then very weird and then see where they are and then I'll go deeper. If not, I'll just usually it stays in that realm. Yeah. Have you converted anybody in your life? Um, I have. <laughs> I have successfully converted one of my friends, not through K-pop actually, uh, but by showing her one of my favorite like Korean variety shows. Okay, which one? Uh, Running Man. At Wonderful. The time, it was just like uh, they would have also idols on, so uh-huh. I think it turned her onto idols too. Yeah, and uh, it was very interesting because I feel like the way she got into K-pop was like through their weird like personality showcasing videos Mm -hmm. because that's what you do in varieties. Right. And then she got into like Infinite and then, you know, BTS and now Mm -hmm. she's, you know, hooked. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. (laughs) One person in my lifetime. That's good. No, that's good. I don't think I, I haven't gotten a full convert yet. My, my co-host through Kai of EXO, like got one of her friends, like fully into it. Hey, Kara. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, I have I've never been able to convince anybody. My husband puts up with it a little bit. Yeah, like, I think yeah, I think my friends, people around me, they're like, "That's great," and then you know they'll move on. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes I sneak it on to the computer here at Earwolf, and we'll like try to play K-pop, and I can usually get it going for like an hour, yeah. and then someone will be like, "Can yeah. we?" Yeah. Not. I usually like uh whenever someone gets in my car, I say my rule is I only play K pop. <laughs> yes. I do. Uh and then I just I they have to listen mm-hmm. to it because it's my car. Yeah. Um, and that's one way to Yeah, to like force force yeah, it on people. <laughs> drag your friends along. Totally. Yeah. Um let's see. What else? What else can we talk about? Uh have you gone to any good K pop shows here in LA or anywhere like live else? Shows? Yeah. Um, I have not. I have woefully tried to get into, uh, what is it, KCON? KCON. And um, could not. Yeah, it's rough. Afford it. Uh, <laughs> we, got, we got really good seats for this year and we're really Ooh. excited. But, Wait, uh, who's playing this year again? Um, all I know is like we got purposely got tickets for the second day because both Pentagon and Seventeen will be there and we're both like oh, very nice. into Pentagon and Seventeen. Sure. But like Chunga's coming – and um is twice coming yes okay. twice is the night that we're not going i'm gonna i want to i'm gonna i have the picture saved of the lineup okay ailey 
dynamic duo, Golden Child, Into It, Momo Land, Twice, Wanna One, Davici, Chunga, From Us Nine, In Fact, Newest W, Pentagon 17, Dreamcatcher, June and Roy Kim is wow. the lineup for this year. That's a very interesting mix of like old school uh-huh. and new school. The, the last time we got to go to KCON, we went to see Shiny um, and t- they brought Turbo out in the middle. And it was like, <laughs> whoa. So, but everybody was like, it's that guy from Running Man. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he used to be like a huge right. pop star. I mean, that's strange for me too because I also grew up with K-pop. Yes. Okay. Please tell me about that. Like, did you have HOT posters on your wall or anything I like that? I actually was a, a non-HOT fan. Okay. I was a such kid. Okay. Fan. Okay. Great. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I don't know why I've always been a little like um, – uh, counter, yeah, you want to like, go like against the yeah, grain, sure. And my friends were like in love with HOT, um, but I liked those guys. I also remember styling my hair like uh, a group called Young Tur- Turks Club. Okay, um, they were like pre, hmm, they were very very old, mm-hmm. but they were uh, like kind of like a hip hop group, like a co-ed hip hop group. Oh, and they cool! Would uh, sporadically braid parts of their hair. All right. And then I did that once, um, and my <laughs> friend's mom was like, oh, you're just like those girls that I see on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was – I mean, it, the sound was very different, I think. It mm-hmm. was um, either very American. I think they were emulating a lot of, like, American hip-hop songs. Or it was, like, very, very Korean. Like, the melody was, like – followed a very interesting like Korean type of that kind of like trot singing and that like yeah that melodic yeah 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 yeah. we were talking about that in our previous episode we were talking about groups that play their own instruments and we felt like FT Island sound is like so specifically Korean like it doesn't sound western influenced at all there's just like something I don't know that trot music it just like really gets into everything there's like a progression that's very specifically Korean Mm -hmm. yeah so a lot of that when I was younger. And then I just dropped it. Yeah. And then it just picked back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you, like, I hope I hope this is an okay question, but, like, how <laughs> do you feel as a Korean-American woman that, like, pop cult, like, South Korean pop culture in so many facets, like, with the makeup and the K-dramas and the whatever, like, what do you, how do you feel about this, like, Hallyu wave? Um. It's very interesting to me because growing up, my parents always um, emphasized how small of a country South Korea is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, you know, I identified myself as both American and Korean. Um, so I don't know. I would like go back and forth. Uh, some some days I'd feel more Korean, or some days I like identify myself as like an American more. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. It's it's a very strange feeling. Even today when I see like BTS on the American Music Awards or something, mm-hmm. I'm like, this has to be a fluke, right? <laughs> like this has to be like a thing that they're just like, let's just give South Korea a platform. Let's just give them like, a, like five minutes or something mm-hmm. like that. So I don't know when it will recede again. Like the I bubble will like, burst or exactly. whatever. Yeah. Because like for a while with Psy, it was really, really huge. Um, and then it kind of ebbs and flows and... So I don't know. I, I don't know how long staying it is, mm-hmm. but every day I'm like more 
surprised by people coming up to me and like telling me they like kimchi or they <laughs> like saw this like really pretty girl group on like at the K- Korean barbecue joint mm-hmm. and they wanted to know who it is. So it's like very strange. Uh-huh. But also it's like cool because my mom has always told me that it's a small country. We should stay modest. Now I could just be like, hey, here's my heritage and here's mm-hmm. what I can show off. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 an interesting feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's very interesting. I just like I just always wonder about that cuz like I I do I do K-pop dance um and I've had several times like moms of some of the younger kids in the group will come up to me and just be like, "Why are you here? Like, do you really like this?" <laughs> yeah. And I'll be like, "I do. I really do like K-pop." And they just like there's a part of them that seems like they don't quite believe it. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's like a negative thing. I think they're just truly just like our stuff like yeah. really <laughs> yeah but it is it's so great like i just to like i feel like to me k-pop is just like a nice like escape like especially in these like horrible times yeah. where like everything is horrible just like watching a bright music video like happy pretty people yeah. like i don't know it's just it's nice it's, yeah it's like a a, a great form of it is escapism, I think, a little bit. But also what's cool about it is like to me some of these things are so uniquely Korean and it's surprising that so many people can relate to it mm-hmm. outside of Korea, which makes me think like, oh, it's just it's just human. Yeah. We just like things together. Yeah. And we can like talk about it or like dance to it or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, I do feel like that might be like a – Uh, a barrier perhaps to like k-pop fully making it in the west is i feel like a lot of eh, white people are like but like what does what do other cultures have to like i I feel like i've met with that when i tell people like oh i like k-pop and they're like but it's in another language Mm -hmm. like well why would you want to like like foreign things and it's like because it's the same like and it's it's uh yeah i don't know but i i am i am amazed all the time at like how much it seems to be, like, growing exponentially. Yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, back to the concert thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, my The only concert that I've been to is actually Big Bang when they were doing um, I'm Still Alive okay. tour. And at the time, I was, like, probably the one of the oldest people there. I was, like, just out of college. <laughs> yeah. And then I was surprised by, like, all of the people there. It's mm-hmm. like like girls and boys and men and women who are like singing along with Big Bang and I was like this is insane. Yeah. And then uh, you know, I also went ended up going with a few of my friends from college who also like were closeted and then like came out, <laughs> you know, like yeah. came to Big Bang with me. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really bringing people together in very unexpected ways. Yeah, and it's still totally like that. I saw God 7 a couple of weeks ago at the forum and like in line for the bathroom, there was, like, a lady in her 50s in front of me and two, like, 14-year-olds behind me. And it was just, like, wow. you know, so many people. Um, and that's, like, I, I like that it's that way because, you know, I'm old. And, like, sometimes <laughs> I feel like, oh, and I think also the perception is, like, that this is something, like, for teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't feel that way. And I find that I there are lots so. of other people my age and much older who, like— can a, it's just good pop music. Like, it doesn't have to be for kids. Right. That's exactly what they're going for, too. It's like, let's keep it simple mm-hmm. and maybe not superficial, but, like, on the surface enough that, like, people can 
just enjoy it. And yeah. Have fun. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Um, I don't think I wrote any other good questions. To Can me. I just say I am like thrilled that I just have uh, a place where I could just talk about K-pop and someone will understand. Yes. No, it's like really crazy. I, I was really, really nervous today because I, I don't talk, I don't get to talk to other people about K-pop in my life, like except for my best friend and co-host, but we've been friends for like over a decade. So mm-hmm. like we can scream at each other, but like I was, I just like didn't want to scare you off. I was like, oh, another <laughs> K-pop person. Like, don't be weird. Don't be weird. Like, you could talk to this person. So like, I'm just, I'm excited to have you here. So like, oh, I don't know, you. you're on mic. Is there any, like anything else you want to like talk about, about K-pop in general or things you like or anything? Um, let's see. Well, I, I do really like girl groups. I'm actually, I've been noticing a trend of people who, there's just people who like boy groups and mm-hmm. people who are like drawn to girl groups. Yeah. And I, that's like so fascinating to me. Yeah. No, it's totally a thing. I at the uh at the Korean Music Festival this year at the Hollywood Bowl, the girl sitting behind me like was very loudly expressing that she only likes girl groups and she like <laughs> did not care that NCT and BTO and B2B were there. Like didn't care. I only like girl groups. Um which I thought was really interesting. Stra- she was like making a- it very clear <laughs> to everyone. It's a, like a interesting split. Amongst K-pop fans. I think I see it a lot with, like, international fans, mm-hmm. too. It's, like, they'll align themselves with a boy group or a girl. Like, what I, I'm i wondering, Shannon, like, yes. what drew you to boy groups? I, so, I honestly, like, my my fall into K-pop was girl groups. I, like, saw, I got a boy, Girls' Generation, and that was, like, it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first group I got into was A-Pink, and I still stay on A-Pink, like, really, really hard. Okay. Um, but A-Pink, noun being on We Got Married, led me to Shiny, oh, and that's my every. Right. Shiny's my everything. Shiny seems to be, like, the the gate, uh, the, what do you call it? Like the gateway drug. Yeah, the gateway drug to uh, male groups. I think so, because they're like, I don't know, we, ju- we did an almost three-hour episode about Shiny a little while ago, because um, I, I love them too much, but I feel like they're very, very unique, and like, I don't know, there's just something about them. But for a while, I was literally just like, ride or die Shiny, mm-hmm. and like, that's all. But then like, Shiny was gone for a while, so like, I got into EXO. And that's like too many boys, so it like opens the floodgates. Face, just like you're so overwhelmed by the number of people on the. I just I feel like my love for EXO like borders on hatred. Like I don't know. Like there's just something about them. They like make me mad, but I like really really like them. But I can only like give EXO my love and attention like once, like the one time a year that they come back. It's like oh I get too tired otherwise. But then that's like led into this year. I've gotten really really into Pentagon. And 17, that's 23 more dudes. That's like, a lot. That's 17, crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I think for me, like, I love girl group music. Like, I listen to so many girl groups. But when it comes to, like, spending hours on YouTube, watching compilations or searching out variety show performances or whatever, I do that for the boys. And I'm not sure. I think wow, it's just because I like to look. I'm just shallow and I just, like like, to look at pretty boys. But, like... I love girl groups and I love watching them dance, but like I feel like I never watch a like, you know, twice V Live. Like that's sure. just I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe you know what? I I think I understand what you mean because I think the boys are a little more unfettered when it comes to variety. Yes. Like they're and allowed to be a little weirder. I think so too. And like that's sad. Like I think the way that girl groups get treated a lot like 
really sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I find that too. Like the girls, there's a lot more if they're going on a variety show, like, oh, we need you to do this silly thing. And then they all just like oh, cover their, I can't. Yeah. Like they have to be this sort of like certain thing. And then the ones that are crazy, like Hani from EXID and like Bomi from A-Pink or whatever, they get lots of attention for being like wacky girls. But for the most part, they don't like, like Blackpink. I like Blackpink. I love their music. I love to watch them. But on variety shows, they use fake baby voices and it's very odd. Oh, yeah. Like, it, I don't know. Like, I I don't know why they, it's not, they're, they're, they don't speak like that. But then mm-hmm. they do on TV. And so I don't know if it's just like off-putting or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What is it that, what do you like about girl? Like, what is it that draws you, if you could even try to quantify what draws you to I girl think, groups? Uh, I think I can quantify it. And okay. I think it's um, like the visual element of it. It's so, it's like eye candy. Yeah. It's like looking through a, a fashion magazine. Yes. And just that element of it is like very, like, I don't know. I, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like scrutinizing like, oh, what they're wearing and how they look together and how they complement each other and the colors and um, like the different textures and stuff. And um, I also really enjoy the variety of concepts that girl groups get. I yeah. think they get way more than boys. I think so too. I think boys have like, oh, hard hitting. You know, hard hitting or sexy or, or like cute. cute. Like cute boyfriends. Um, and then girls get more of a variety. They can have like girl crush, but in girl crush, you can be cute or like I'm, sexy. Can I pause and ask about girl crush? Because I feel like I keep <laughs> hearing this concept and like I'm not I feel like it doesn't mean anything anymore because, like, at first, like, I feel like the first girl crush concept I saw was, like, a wiki, like a wacky Mickey thing, mm-hmm. and they were wearing, like, school uniforms, but they had, like, cut the sleeves off and, like, okay, oh, cool, yeah. like, girl crush. Mm-hmm. But then A-Pink's latest comeback where they're wearing, like, pantsuits and halter tops, they called that a girl crush concept, and I'm like, but I don't get it. And the lyrics of the song are like, stop calling me when you're drunk. I don't love you anymore. And I'm like, like to me, girl crush seems like young and innocent. So I'm just like, not sure what that concept even means anymore. I, you're right. It's very broad. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know if I completely understand it myself, but my understanding is just like, whatever makes a girl's heart flutter. Okay. Like as like from a point of view from another Uh, woman. So it's like, it can be in um, like, I don't know, their mannerisms, or it can be in the concept. Uh, for the most part, it can be, like, slightly feminist, too. Like okay. Like you were saying with A-Pink, they're just like, oh, forget you, uh-huh. uh, which is very interesting for A-Pink. Yes. Uh, no, it's – I've been loving it. <laughs> um, I think it's whatever appeals to girls. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, like, I know the – the like, Mamamoo put out a song called Girl Crush a couple of years ago. Right. And I didn't know if they were the ones who, like, brought the – concept to the public of like a girl crush Um, it's always been girl crush has always been a thing in k-pop whether it was like you know pre a pink and wikimiki uh i think i saw it when i was like growing up too in like the co-ed groups it just was never like verbalized yeah yeah um okay so i want to ask you as like a girl group fan who's been around for a long time i feel like there's a chunk of girl groups in the like second generation ish that I just like, I feel like I just don't know 
about like their their impact or like anything like you know like Wonder Girls or Miss A or like there's a there's a chunk of girl groups that like just as I was getting into K-pop they broke up like in the year or two after right so like I know one of their big hits that still gets played but like I don't know I just always feel like sometimes I forget to be like bringing up legendary girl groups because I just <laughs> might have like missed the window yeah. where they were important of course that's fine yeah I mean I got into K-pop K-pop just as, like, the girl group boom was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, 21 came out and people were like, oh, like, girls can be, like, uh, like not wearing dresses. And, right. like, rap really hard, too. Uh-huh. And then 4-Minute came out, obviously. And then Miss A showed a different side of, like, I guess, girl crush, which mm-hmm. is, like, um, more, like, feminine but also, like, still being feminist. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I just – I think there were so few of them that they the tent poles were like so far apart. Yeah. Um and I I really liked them a lot because I think they did a lot for the girl groups after them. Yeah. They showed everybody like, hey, you know, a girl group doesn't have to come out in frilly dresses and like sing about their first love. Right. They can come out and say I want you to leave, like pack up your suitcase and go like to the left or whatever. You don't know me, right? Yeah, That's exactly. one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious what in I Got a Boy, because to me, that music video is a hot mess. Oh, yes. Because there's so much going on. I wonder as like someone who didn't understand K-pop mm-hmm. or know about it, what what like what was appealing? So it was like – I was watching it and I was like digging it because that first scene they're like in the street set and they all have like cool hair and ripped denim jackets and like they looked so cool and cute. And then suddenly they're like, DJ, yeah, that part. And then and like they were in the big mirrored room and I was like, I don't know, just like when that beat dropped and it changed completely, I was like, oh my God, what is this? And I felt like forever changed in my soul. Wow. And then the third part where they're all in the wigs and the trench coats oh, and yeah. they do the like, it is the weirdest video, but like something about it, it was just like, I have to know more about this. But I've also just like always been a f- huge fan of like poppy, 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 pop music. Yeah. Like when I was growing up and, you know, of course there was like NSYNC, NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and Hanson and I was really into all of those. But then there were also all of these like smaller like European and like Disney Channel-esque like play and the Mm A-teens and Cleopatra and Bewitched. And I just like loved that shit, just loved it. Yeah. So the idea that like I found that that music was still being made somewhere was like so exciting to me. And I think that's like just what kept me going is that it's like that same like late 90s idea of Mm -hmm. like a group a pop group. Yeah. But it's like, it's still happening. So I just like really love it. Interesting. Do you find that you like, like when you're list, like if you're choosing what K-pop to listen to in your car, do you like listen to everything? Or are you more like a hip hop focus? Do you like pop? Do you like ballads? Um, like, or all of it? <laughs> it depends on my mood. But I do, I do like ballads sometimes. I don't really watch a lot of K-dramas, but I'll like get in the mood like mm-hmm. with like a really sad song you know with yeah. the violin in the background um but i also my favorite ones are just like super fun and like uh super upbeat ones so mm-hmm. that i can like rock out in my yeah, car yeah, yeah. and i'll like do all the dances um unless someone pulls up next to me then i'll <laughs> then stop, <you> stop. <laughs> i'll pretend like i wasn't doing anything um 
Those are my favorite ones, but it's always girl groups. Yeah. No, that's great. Do you, are you a dance learner? Do you do that? Uh, I wish. I mean, I think uh, K-pop dances are easy enough to like at least follow just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always wanted to take a K-pop dance class. And I'm actually surprised that there are a few now mm-hmm. because when I was looking, there were none. Um, but I want to be like them. Yeah. No, it is. It's really, really fun. I'm really glad that I started doing it. I wish I am jealous, though, of like those Instagram teenagers that clearly have like nothing else to do. And Uh they like a song comes out and they have their cover up of it a day later. And I'm like, wow, because it takes us in our class like a couple of weeks to like get through. Yeah, it's hard. And then there's so (laughs) many cuts in the music video. You're like, what was that? What was that movement? I mean, I do admit to trying to learn um, in my bedroom front of my closet mirror yeah no that's the place to do it <laughs> yeah i would yeah i wish i had more mirrored space in my i have a mirrored closet but there's like nowhere to dance in front of it mm-hmm. so i do the like webcam practice so wait watch do, it back. do you like to cover boy groups then i don't i we do like because i go to a class where we like the teacher picks the dance that we're doing that month or whatever and we do it and like the only boy group songs that I know are like BTS Fire, BTS Not Today, which Those are, are hard exhausting. <laughs> They're horrible. Um, and then we learned uh, NCT Seventh Sense. And I think those are the only boy dances that I know. Isn't that an impossible thing? It was – oh, my God. It was awful. Like, the class cleared out. There were five of us (laughs) left by the end because everyone was like, no. Hey, good for Um, you. But we don't do boy dances very often because everyone leads class. Like, no one wants – no one wants to learn them. Like – because they're hard because, like, if you're not a 16-year-old boy, it's really hard to jump around like that. Um, But the teenagers in our class get, like, very upset because, like, they just want to know boy group dances because they love boy groups. Um, But we do girl group dances instead because my teacher, like – but my teacher has, like, a very specific style that she likes. Like, we do, like, a twice song a year just to, like, have it for the Korean festival, like, because, like, that's what people want. Mm -hmm. Um, But she likes – she likes sexy stuff and she likes – Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we just did G Idol La Tata, mm-hmm. and before and the, the and then we did Dolly before that. Oh, that's hard. It was awful. My knees were like black, <laughs> um, but it was fun. But yeah, she likes sexy stuff, and she likes more like upbeat, like really girly things where you can you know swish right. your hips or whatever, mm-hmm. and wear. She likes to wear little costumes, and yeah, we do the whole thing. We like wow. we learn the dance. Then we agree on what to wear, and then we film it, and we put it on YouTube. And I want to go. No, you should definitely come. I'll give you all the info. <laughs> it's really, really Yay. good. Yeah. No, we have a great time. Um, um, I don't know. What's out now? What's new? Um, so, like, this week we got ugh, Triple H comeback that oh, I'm, yeah. like, melting down over. Mm-hmm. Um, Chunga has a new song out that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um what else? Sing Me just came out. Yes, I haven't watched that yet, but I saw that it was out oh, like it's, yesterday. It's great. Great. I actually really enjoy it a lot because it's very um, such a far turn from what Big Bang does. It's very like musically. Okay, I I saw like a GIF of him like doing like jive, like uh, dancing with the stars style, yeah, like yeah, yeah. jive. So I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Um, because yeah, it's a, it's a topic of contention that we bring up on this podcast a lot that like, we don't know a lot about like Big Bang and BTS because like the musical style isn't like 
quite what I choose to listen to. So like it feels like this awful, like Big Bang feels like this awful, awful gap in my knowledge that I'm embarrassed about. Like I know like I love Bad Boy and like I entered my wedding reception to Fantastic Baby. Like I know like the the Big Bang songs I should know, but like I've never heard a B like a Big Bang B side before, like ever. You missed their uh, the height of their popularity. I think so. A little bit. I think so. I feel like when I was getting on, like, the year that I was getting into K-pop was, like, the year that, like, G-Dragon was touring alone and, like, selling out, like, crazy Mm -hmm. stadiums. Um, And then I know Big Bang went on tour, like, early in my, like, K-pop life. Um, Eisno's Lips came out. Like, I feel like I know the members of Big Bang as, like, solo artists more than I, like, know Big Bang. Right. Um, Because they also started going to the military and Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, like, an an embarrassing hole in my K-pop knowledge. It's it's, uh, opportunities for you. It's more uh, YouTube searching for you (laughs) in the future. Yeah, because on one episode we were talking about Big Bang, and I was like, oh, yeah, and there was, like, a guy who, like, was supposed to debut with them and then he didn't. Isn't that weird? And then people were tweeting at me and they were like, that guy is the guy from Beast and Troublemaker. And I was like, oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. We say on this podcast all the time, like we're teaching, but we're also learning. Like there's, there's so much, there's always more to learn. I'm doing my best. I don't claim to be an expert, Mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still learning too. I think I missed a little bit of XO. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe it made me mad, too. I was like, you're trying to replace Big Bang or, like, you know, whatever group <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time. Um, there's too many of you. Yeah, I stayed – we stayed – we've pr- talked about this on the podcast before, but we stayed far away from EXO, like, purposefully for years because when I first got into K-pop, they were the fandom with the reputation for being the worst and that, like, no one wanted to, like, deal with EXO fans. And, like, so I just, like, it seemed, like, young and crazy, and I just didn't want anything to do with it. And then, like, the monster comeback, they were, like, suddenly grown, and I, like, really liked the song. And I was like, uh-oh, I think I like EXO now. Now I got to um, learn all their names. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That learning all their names part, it's really something. But we've said on this podcast before that, like, when you commit to learning the names of a group, it's like when you've, like, really decided that you care about them. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's all it's all fun and good. And, yeah. Um, anything else before we get to our random game? Um, I just I'm, – I'm off of – I just came off of looking or uh, watching Produce 48. Okay, yes. Okay, yeah. Can we talk about this for a moment? Because I <laughs> – so um, Produce – when I was in Korea, Produce 101 season two with the boys oh, okay. was airing. So I remember like watching it because like – they don't, they, it's like in, it seems like in Korea, there's only like 20 channels, but then there's like a triplicate of every channel that just like is playing everything mm-hmm. on a different time schedule. So, like, every night when we would go to bed, one of the channels would still be playing. The, so, I would like watch Produce 101 before I went to bed. And that's like what I remember about it. And it seemed like, I don't know. I'm afraid of those competition reality shows because they like, I don't want anybody's feelings to get hurt. No, you're like, there's a hundred of them. Yeah. And they're all, all going to get heartbroken. And like, yeah. So what's the deal with this for what with this 48 season? So, um, 
I have to say I watched the first one. I skipped the second one because it was a boy group <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, the third one is very interesting to me because it's like a joint effort from Japan and Korea. I don't know if you know. Okay, that. so the, I'd heard I've, I've like heard rumblings about sure. like this season being different and having something to do with that. Is it AK forty eight? Forty eight. Okay. Yeah. So when Produce one hundred and one season one came out, they had they got into a lot of like controversy because it, it was emulating like. AKB 48 style TV show. Okay. They hold their elections and they pick their centers and stuff like that. Through. Okay. And this is a group that has like 48 people. 48 people. <laughs> and then they have like a different groups, splinter groups. Okay. Okay. Um, like subunits and stuff. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not okay. like totally versed in the like J pop world. No, I really want to, if I, Hit me up if you know anyone because, like, I do want to have, like, a J-pop expert on the show great. wants to just explain it to me and, yeah. like, how it's different. But I mean, it's like a, a graduating system. Okay, like, like after, after school. school. <laughs> <laughs> but also they have, like, these other units that, like, um, some of them are active in, like, Osaka and they're more comedy oriented because Osaka is, like, known for comedy or, like, I don't know. It's very oh, interesting. Uh, okay. Um, so... They got in a lot of trouble because of that, and I think because of that, I think they started talking to each other, uh, and um, they decided to have half of the trainees from Korea, okay, and then half AKB48 members, all 48 of them. All right. But then they couldn't find you know enough people, so they kind of reached out to the whole, I, I guess, like musical universe of AKB48. So okay. They had a couple people come on, so now they're competing to be this like multinational group All because right. there's also like Chinese trainees and stuff. Is uh, the intention to have 48 at the end no, or? Uh, they pick the top 12. I think I think 101 is also 12. I thought they're all 11 because of the oh, like right. there's, the one on right. 101 of it all. Okay. So I think there's 11 <laughs> and then Produce 101 was also 11. I think so. Um, so yeah, there's going to be, so it's ongoing. They're only on like episode six right now on their like third challenge. Okay. Um, and it's very, very like it's very dramatic. Yeah, because uh, Mnet really likes to edit it around the drama or the storyline. Uh huh. Um, so I'm enwrapped in okay. this, and suddenly I'm like, oh, I have like favorites who are Japanese, and I'm like rooting for this girl to like really grow over the uh -huh. years or over the months, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, here's this like new girl who like uh, looks like somebody from their previous. Uh, label mate like group or mm -hmm. blah 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 I don't know it's just like fascinating to me yeah and it's totally what K-pop stands for it's like everybody's involved the whole nation is involved uh -huh. and who gets to end up in the group and like who they like and I don't know it's just it's fun yeah but also like stressful yeah no I, I think the stress is like what keeps me away from it because like I don't know all those things like really stress me out like like I said, I got into Pentagon this year, and they were, like, formed right. on an Mnet friggin' reality show. And I tried to, like, I watched it, but in even knowing how it turned out, that, like, it turned out fine, and the boys, they voted out, they, like, let them come back, and so it's all fine now. I still, like, was just too upset at, like, watching them get, like, lectured and being like, you didn't bring it this week. Right. And, like, oh, no. Like, so I ended up just, like, skipping the results part of every episode because oh, I, like, couldn't take I know, it. it's hard. That, that's a little hard to watch. But I think it's interesting because it, like, it's, like, a little window into their training system. Yeah. 
I mean, who knows how accurate it is, but, you know, the, the process of, like, learning how to dance or, like, learning how to, like, make faces in yeah, front yeah, of the yeah. camera, which is very, like, fascinating to me. Um, I am, like, a sucker for elimination. Okay. Uh, like, idol TV shows. Yeah. Um, I know it's horrible, but I just, like, keep watching it. Yeah. Well, I mean – that's what it's there for like it's fun <laughs> do you have a like do you have a like a front runner like a pick right now for produce 48 that you like oh, hope will make um, it all the way yes um there's uh there's two akb 48 girls that i'm like really rooting for because they're like adorable and mm-hmm. they have they have um what it takes to be a k-pop idol i think because <laughs> they have the dance moves and like they can sing um and there's some um they Brought on some Starship trainees okay. and, um, like, Stone Music trainees and, you know, um, Cube and all those people. So I'm very – I'm, like, watching them. I'm like, yeah. okay, like, what did Cube see in this trainee in particular? And yeah. it's interesting to see how they, like, meld themselves into this, like, produce format. So I will just say – I almost like don't want to say names. Like, <laughs> it's I feel okay. like I'll get flamed or something. You don't have to. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's really that's really cool. I find I mean the whole thing is very it's like overwhelming um and kind of odd like that this is like that they're doing this for a third time and we're just going to like I feel like it's just going to keep changing cuz like IOI got like a year the mm-hmm. end. Wanna one is getting like a year and 6 months because they're like so popular but like what's gonna happen with this group or whatever and i was like reading an article about how like people think that uh uh i don't remember the name of the company that like puts the show on that like they are the smartest people in the whole industry because they are just like making all the money off of other people's trainees that they didn't have to like house and feed and train like they just get to like bring them on the show and like yeah reap the benefits yeah take them while they're young you know Uh uh-huh Although it didn't work out with YG's show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. That was very upsetting. It was very upsetting. I think it was produced by the same people. Probably. Who Pro- did produce. Or- yeah. I, guess, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it is just like one company that's like just making all these elimination shows for everybody. Like, did the unit – I couldn't watch it because it also upset me. But do you know if the unit turned out okay? Did that like I think, work out? I think out? They're, um, they're actually active – and uh, working a lot. I did not watch it. I did watch the beginning. Okay. And then I was like, I can't watch these. The uh, premise of it was too upset. Like, the premise of it was upsetting. Right. Like, oh, you're in a group that's pretty much failing. Like, want to try again? I like, know. oh, no. I couldn't take all of the crying in the first episode. Yes. You're just like, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. I saw like one clip that was, if, if this is the show I'm remembering correctly, where Hyuna was judging mm-hmm. and one of the girls was like someone she had trained with like back in Wonder Girls days and she like burst into tears like, oh, I'm Hyuna and you're still doing this. Like Ugh. it's it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's why I didn't watch it. Uh, <laughs> Because as K-pop fans, you're like, I just want to see the shiny thing. Yeah, the like seeing the how the sausage is made sometimes can get. It's just like, no, I don't, I don't want this part. Mm-hmm. Just show me it when it's done. Or it'll just make me too emotional. Yeah. Um. So I think it's time to play our random game. Yay! Uh. So this week, the computer chose winner. Oh yes. 
Yes. So this is like a group uh, back to like exactly what we're talking about elimination <laughs> shows. So Winner was formed in 2013. They're with YG Entertainment, um, and they were formed on a show called Win. Who is next? I didn't watch it because again, I don't it. watch these. Okay, great. <laughs> so do you have opinions? Like I don't. I really liked Icon's last album like so much that I want to be like I like Icon better. But like no, nah, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a competition. It's not a competition anymore, yeah, right? They're so different. <laughs> they're so uh, fundamentally, they're. I think they're different. Because um, I think Icon is like uh, doing well under like the guidance of like Bi and Bobby, who are like the two main faces that you mm-hmm. see. Whereas Winner is more of a collaboration between you know all five members or now four members, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all so different in their musical styles, so they're able to like be so versatile, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and they're also just like good variety, uh, members too. Okay. I feel like you would, uh, appreciate that a lot because there's like Song Mino who's like, that's the only one I know. I like know him (laughs) because I'm pretty sure that he's in Taemin's gang of like idol boys that have like matching jackets. Oh, um, if I'm remembering correctly, but he also like guests on a lot of people. He's in the new Sungri comeback, right? Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. one He's of them featured on the something. Album. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like I know him, but I don't know if I I don't know if any of the other members would like. I think they're all um, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Sunghun, who is like the main choreographer for okay. the group. He's known for being like almost like Psy. Okay. Like variety approach. He's very like clever, very, very quick. Um, and he's always makes me laugh whenever he comes on TV. Same with, you know, and even the other guys are all good too. Um, I'm sorry. Am I doing this right? Am I playing this game right? No, no, that's (laughs) what we just like, all we do is like, just bring up the group, talk about them for a minute. And then we're going to watch their most viewed video in a minute. So you're doing fine. Um, But like just some facts for anybody who doesn't know about winner. There are four members. There used to be five. Taeyeon left in 2016. Um, They've put out two full studio albums and they have 16 music show wins under their belts. So um, yeah. uh, I don't like, I, I just like know them vaguely. Like I like some of their songs. And like I said, I know Mino, but like, I don't know much about Winner. Is there anything else like we should know about them? Um, I th- I thought their debut concept was really interesting. They all came out as like uh, models. Uh, I think their album concept was like spring summer, like twenty fourteen or twenty fourteen s dash s yes yes yes. And they uh, like their individual photos were them on a catwalk. Okay. And I think it's really funny because YG has always talked about how everyone on YG, they're short except Winner. (laughs) Okay. So he's like really – I think he really went the other end with this concept of like tall boys and was like, (laughs) you guys are models, right? Um, And I think they just packaged them very nicely. They just came out and like they did like a slow ballad, which is very atypical of YG Mm -hmm. stuff and – and then they came out on Variety and was, like, really, really funny, too. Um, I think they're the whole package. Yay. Yay for yay. winner. Um, so, so their most popular music video is unsurprisingly really, really. So yeah. we're going to watch that right now. Full disclosure, I love this song. I do, too. <laughs> so this is a black and white music video, which is always fun. 
Dave Myers, who directed a bunch of like um, Kendrick Lamar stuff. Oh, yeah. Is that like UCLA or something? No, that's actually Wilshire Boulevard, and I grew up right around that neighborhood. Oh, that's those two buildings. Yeah. And okay, with the lights. I was just watching Zodiac the other night, and there's a scene in that courtyard. This is it's, where I used to play, uh, pretend to play uh, like boat and ship with my friends. <laughs> so that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I had to pick up my uh, Korean musical or uh, Korean festival tickets at like the top floor of really? one of those recently. Interesting. The killing part. Really, 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 really. I love that there are girl dancers in this. Like, I live for girl dancers, and I, like, don't know why it doesn't happen more often. I know. And they look, they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're just standing and looking handsome in suits that are, like, all undone. <laughs> that's Mino, right? Yeah, that's okay. Mino. I only like I feel like the reason I know him is because my ultimate bias is shiny Mino. So I was like, he's the one who spells it without an H. <laughs> so that's Sungun right there. Okay. And he that's... does all the choreography for the team. I think he he got a start on K pop star. Okay, and, and that's just... the like American Idol y type one. Kind of, yeah. And he was hilarious. Great. And very talented. But also, Sung Yoon was a reality show star, too, on Superstar K. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe it's a different one. I, I've always noticed that YG loves featuring cars that don't do anything in the background. <laughs> that was, uh, we did a, on our music video episode, we talked about K-pop video tropes and just standing in front of a car <laughs> is car. one of them. Like, they're in it now. But it also looks like nighttime and they have sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, now they have jumping cars. Which, if you live here in LA, go down Hollywood Boulevard every other Sunday and you can <laughs> see cars just like this. We're totally dancing in here because how do you not dance to this song? This song just gets me going. It is. It's so good. (laughs) I think he composed the song and produced it. The one in the ripped sweater. Yeah, the blonde hair. That's Sung Yoon. Nice. Yay. Great video. So simple. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, there's it says composed by Yoon. UK Jin Kong and Mino. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well done. So yeah, that was winner. I'm glad that was a good group to get. I love that song. Um so yeah, that's it for today. Um Jane, do you have any like pl- or no? Before plugs, it's recommendation time. Uh, I asked, I asked you to have a recommendation for yes. our listeners. So, what is your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation is a series of mukbang videos by <laughs> different K-pop stars, or uh, even like 
children on on Korean variety shows, mm-hmm. I my biggest like, um, what, what do you call it? Like vice. Yeah, maybe I I'll just like go on YouTube and every now and then I'll type in like K-pop mukbang. <laughs> And I just love watching these girls like eat so much and like their favorite foods. Like, uh-huh. They just like are really enjoying it. And I don't know why, but I have that empathy of like I feel like I'm eating this with you. Yeah, like, I I gotta say like that is a Korean thing I don't understand <laughs> is how much everyone likes to watch other people eat. It's very strange. I feel because it's not even just. I mean, don't feel weird because it's a real thing. And if in case anyone's listening and doesn't know what a mukbang is, it's just a video of someone eat, like eating. eating. Yeah. Um. But it's like on everything in dramas, on regular variety yeah. shows. The like it's, they it's, zoom in on people chewing with their mouths right. open, and it's like, oh yeah. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I just like the food porn aspect of it, and someone just like eating so much food, but. My recommendation is specifically this video from a TV show a long time ago called Dad, Where Are You Going? And one of the little girls brings their friend over, and she's, like, probably, like, six years old. And uh, they bring out this whole spread of, like, sashimi and sushi, and she is, like, a pro. (laughs) She takes the soy sauce and puts a little bit, and she flips the sushi over so that the fish touches the soy sauce. Oh, my God. And it is, like, the funniest (laughs) thing I've ever seen. She, like, takes the, you know, sam, which is, Uh like, the lettuce, Mm -hmm. and and she, like, builds it, and then she, like, wraps it up and, like, eats it with her mouth closed. And she is so, like, elegant. Okay. And I just find that so fascinating and funny. I know that's very strange. But, no, this uh, is the up. best recommendation we've ever had. <laughs> I love it. Look it up. Dat, where are you going? Um, like sushi mukbang. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, my recommendation this week is a new song. I brought it up a little bit earlier, but it's Chunga's new single, Love You. Um, I spe- It sounds, it's like kind of Ariana Grande-ish. It's got little woos in it. And it has- Chop House. Yes. And it has a great partner dance and I live for a partner <laughs> dance. So look up a live version of it because then you can see the super cute partner dance. Um, so yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, don't forget to send in your- uh, K-pop origin stories for my anniversary giveaway. And um, Jane, where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found on social media? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at Jane and number one Kim. Uh, that's me. And yeah, just send me your recs too. I always love talking to another K-pop lover. Wonderful. Um, and you can find us at AMA K-pop pod on Instagram and Twitter, AMA K-pop pod at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, thank you so thank much you for being so with much. us, Jane. I hope this we can so bring fun. you back another time. Oh, of course. I'd love to. Okay, great. All right. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Chongyan, you're our inspiration. 